This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cuz, Cuzaroo, Cuzaroo, Slapperoony. <laughs> I took a little nappy poo. <laughs> uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts run by a guy called Carl? Who are these podcasts? And it's a podcast review. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to. It just mercilessly rips on people. Some of it is quite hilarious. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. It's showtime. <laughs> W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Bag Slappers and Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that has never put out an episode that the fans disliked. <laughs> I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, from the Who's Right Podcast, it's Doug, everybody. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. And also, you'll find him as HornyJew666 in our subreddit. It's Crows. Welcome back to the show, both of you. I want to tell people to go to whoarethese.com. You'll get our email address, our voicemail number, the link to our subreddit, the link to all of our social media, and I'm happy to say, a lot more merchandise. We've added tons of new shirts and coffee mugs and baby tees and girl tees and all sorts of different designs. Lots of uh, one-star reviews on our merchandise. (laughs) So please check that out. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called Thoughts Fellas. Mm-mm-mm. This was a suggestion that came in from Larry. Fuck you, Larry. We have all yeah, listened no to shit. this show Fuck separately. You. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Matt, Max with two X's, and Anthony. Mm. And we listened to an episode called Bowl of Milk that also featured Mark as a special guest. And I want to explain why we chose this specific episode. I was listening to episode 34, which is now gone from the internet. Mm -hmm. They've taken it down. But in episode 34, they start off by saying the best episode we've ever recorded to date is bowl of milk. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go after their shitty product. I want to, let's find their best episode. Yeah. And let's see just, what these guys are up to. Yeah. Just think if every podcast did that for you, said, hey, this is our best episode. Everything else that, that we put out is worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be very helpful. If people, Seamus, if you could start doing that, yeah. be, I'd love to know what you think is your best episode. Seriously. So these guys are college aged. Yeah. They're young people. They're young people. And they're, they hang out. And, and the format of the show is they riff and they just make a lot of jokes. Yeah. It's a lot of just rapid fire, just fucking hilarity going on. I want to start off. 
this guy's talking about this joke that he thought of, and it kept him up at night. It was so funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was not night, doing anything. I was yeah. up, and I was thinking of this bed. joke that's obviously not very funny, but I couldn't stop thinking about it, and it was making me laugh. It's like, Boy Meets World Part 2. He's back, and this time, he's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jimmy You're World. so I gotta give oh it to him. God. That's pretty funny. That's great. Boy Meets World 2, this time he's hungry. That would Could that would keep me up too. Could you do me a favor? Play play my sixteen. It it falls right in line with what you just played. Mike is on. I come alive. We talked about your kidney stones. Honestly, once. I had an absolute really? banger of a joke. Like we, we? Yeah, no, we definitely. Yeah. Did you guys talk about my kidney stones? Uh, we that, might have. I don't know. We did. That was weird. Probably. No, I had a, a I had a wonderful I joke. You remember that earlier? But I don't know if I'm gonna wild out on the pod. What was your the fucking Gran <laughs> Torino too? You've been saying no. it all weekend. <laughs> One joke. Like a no, joke, joke about, about Mark. Mark. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't either. Well, you laughed at it pretty hard, but it it's is fun. funny. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, 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 Shit, you dude. probably don't say it. I'm barely sentient. Like it'll all take the time. him. It'll take him ten minutes to say it. All right, so he never gets to the fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> all you have to do is explain that you have a funny joke, and that's good enough for me. I, I liked it. A I love. I love these guys. Banger of a joke. Yeah, I have a banger of a joke. I can't tell it to you on a podcast. That all we're doing no, no, is no, trying no. to tell jokes. I'm not gonna wild out on the pod. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the first thing is that these guys have no lives and they're never separate. Every story that they have is like, hey, do you remember when we were in Trader Joe's? And do you remember when we were at the mall? And do you remember when I was in the bathtub? And like, everything is this weird. They're like the three stooges or whatever. Like they're always together or whatever. The other thing is that holy fuck can one person finish a fucking sentence. These fuckers talk over each other nonstop. Because, like, this whole thing is one big clip because they never say something that's not stupid, but they can never finish a sentence. Like, so my intro to the show, like, let's just listen to my number one. This is the first 30 seconds of the show unedited. This is what happens. Yeah! Dodge Ram! Dodge came through with that fucking shit! Dodge Ram! That sounds slightly out of the debate. I think you lied to us. Alright, I may have sweetened it just a little bit. But that is my summary of the show. Holy fuck. Fuck you guys. You guys just don't so, get it. You're old boomers. You don't get it. I guess not. I, I did I did something in, in the same vein. Uh, so I, too, noticed that sometimes they step on each other when they're talking. Sometimes. I have a, a clip that's marked entire episode. And what I did is I took the entire episode and cut it up into 15-second chunks and then layered it. <laughs> so <laughs> this, this is going to be good. Yeah! That's what the episode sounded like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not far off. A high school cafeteria is basically what that sounded like. Now, I know you guys want to shit on them. That's what we do here on WATP. And even when we hear a good podcast, we have to say, oh, I didn't like it. But I'm just going to be honest. I'm just going to be real. These guys are funny. They have a lot of funny jokes. 
And the one guy does a spot on Russell Brand impression. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And the, the thing about impressions, guys, and I want to, I can't emphasize this enough. It's not enough to sound like the guy. Yeah. You have to have material. Oh yeah, to go with it. And this is a home run. We just yeah. have to take the first name. Hey, I'm Russell Bryant. I'm Russell Bryant, and I was married to Katy Perry for two years. He's Harry. I'm He's Russell Bryant. Jim Carrey. I was more relevant Jim in 2010 than I am now. Nah, Jim Carrey, I think is his... Well, no, I think Jim Carrey. Carrey. Carrey might have some chest hair, bro. Carrey's got some chest hair, yeah. I want to point something out about that clip. The other guys are talking over him. They're jealous. They're yeah. like, oh, this guy's trying to hog the spotlight because yeah. he's obviously the most talented yeah. of the group. So well, everybody it's... knows the first rule of doing impressions is you have to introduce yourself by name as the celebrity typically does. Over and over again. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on a second. Because they all talked over him and ruined his genius bit, yeah. he comes back to it about four minutes later and yeah. does it again. Russell Brand, I'm Russell Brand, no, and I was married to Katy Perry. We should, watch, we should watch uh, Wedding Crashers. I was married I've to seen that nine times here. Perry. Yeah, no, that's why it's funny. What, what the this is so I'm fucking absurd. If there was, if there was ever a group of autistic people that I wish would get kidnapped, it's these people. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, Doug. We don't step on true talent around here, all right? That's not one of the things that we do. Let's let this guy finish his amazing Russell Brand impression. I was really Dear relevant. Stewie, oh, that's Dear oh, I'm an evil guy, baby. I'm an evil guy, baby. I'm Stewie Griffin, and I'm an evil guy, baby. And I'm Russell Brand, oh, and I was married same. with uh, uh, Katy Perry yeah. for two years. I'm Russell Brand. I love that impression because he just oh. says the guy's name and then the only facts he knows about him, yeah. which are two facts. He just yeah. says it over and over again. Yeah. Now, I know you guys want to keep moving on. One more thing I want to point out because that impression's spot on and amazing. It is. And that, that guy's great. Solid. Right after that, I don't know if it's the same guy. It must be. They do something I've never heard anyone do before. They do an impression of not Paul McCartney or Ringo. We've all heard that. He does an impression of all four Beatles. At once. Oh, I'm the Beatles. <laughs> Ooh, on the Beatles. <laughs> Ooh, I'm the Beatles. That's a, that's a great impression. I think they actually had the Beatles there. Yeah. That was the, that's what they used to say. Hi, I'm the Beatles. <laughs> could you could you play my number 13? This is more of his great impression work. Oh, yeah, of course. Hey, hey, Anthony, what's the line you always say? Hey, Papi. Hey, Papi, let me get a chopped cheese and a fucking pack of fronto. It's not like Brooklyn, though. I don't... Okay, so the guy asked him to do the impression and then stepped all over it when he was doing it. So 30 seconds later, play play my 14. 30 seconds later, he goes right back into it for no reason. A fucking... Let me get a fucking chopped cheese and a fucking pack of fronto. I don't suppose the idea of appropriating different... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just random shit... See, this is the thing is that you guys can't keep up because you're old boomers. Yeah, this is the new true. style now. This is what people are doing. I was like, let's go, let's well, move. This, then this, and then this again, and then back. Yeah, I'd love to play for you some of the, the real edgy humor that really turned me on. Yeah, uh, you guys are edge lords. Yeah, uh, my number three was some like some ethnic humor. Why are all Italian fans so fucking greasy? Because they why. never wash them after they, they eat cold cuts out of the plastic deli wrap. <laughs> Wasn't that an old Archie Bunker joke? Yeah, the studio audience loves that one, man. That's some great shit. And then they go back to the fat Italian well, uh, my number four. Then I slurp all the cream out of a cannoli, and then I use the outer shell to slurp up beef juice. Leave a fat fucking Italian face. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck these guys are on about this whole time, man. Holy shit. All right, let me... 
explain what's going on here because you guys aren't, aren't picking up what they're putting down. Yeah, right? apparently, man. You got you to gotta school us. Okay. I'm going to play a clip, <clears throat> and I think this will explain the entire phenomenon that is Thoughts, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer it's a half uh-huh. semen, half lemon. <laughs> <laughs> half cock, half Christ. ball. Half, half cock, half ball. Oh, Arnold man. Palmer. I don't know if you know this, but the podcast this has epi- been getting increasingly more wild every time. I can time. tell, dude. This episode, like, because I listened to the last couple, this episode seems like it's just very wild no, did compared you, to the last like, few. Like, if you uh, compare it to the first episodes, oh, those were boy, absolutely Oh, we were sweet boys the first they were, they were tame, dude. Yeah, we were trying to, like, be normal we were Serious, have but, a job in the future, yeah. and this, now we're talking about uh, cock and now, ball now, now this is just like a dumb. <laughs> well, we haven't like this is just it. a worse version of Come Town now. Like it's no. like Come Town, but you could listen to no, it in it's, public. It's Town, but you kind of can't listen to this in public. I see. I don't, I don't agree with that. They say this is like Come Town, but it's worse. I think it's better. <laughs> I think these guys are out Come Town in Come Town. Yeah, I think you just pulled six of my clips. Sorry. Well, the the problem here is that these guys hear older, funny comedians acting like little kids. And then little kids think, oh, that's how I act. So I must be funny, too. Ugh. I blame. I guess what I'm saying is I blame Come Down for most of the bad podcasts out there, and especially this one. Ugh. All right, sorry, I just ruined the momentum that we had going there. I just crushed, I crushed everything I, I, with that. Can we listen to a few more of their jokes? Yeah. I love so this is thoughts. like, I think this is like some Zoomer humor. This is like when you grow up with the active shooter drills and shit, you think number seven is funny. Aren't you 21, though? I am 21. Well, I a real gun and shoot people. Max <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I were talking at Bass Pro Shop. Like, I pass all the tests for my, uh... For my FOI card or whatever, and then I just go, man, I can't wait to get this gun so I can shoot my friends. And the guy, <laughs> the guy just laughs and gives me the gun. <laughs> man, that's good stuff. It's edgy, man. And if you don't mind me playing one more, this is this is rapid fire, and I it, I know that it's hard to hear all the punchlines, but that's not my fault. That's these fucking assholes talking over each other. But. I gave a little audio for so you can hear just how rapid fire they are and how each fucking joke is worse than the next. This is number eight. Boy we spent like 30 minutes in the car just coming yeah, up with Jimmy boy, Eats World fucking boy, puns. Boy, boy meets Jimmy Eats World. You know, we kept doing like Jimmy Eats World. Jimmy Eats World. Jimmy, yeah, and we kept going back and forth for like, you know, Billy, or not Billy, watch Jimmy. Jimmy Beats World. Jimmy Sheets World, but he's in None of that is funny. There's nothing funny about any of that. And these guys are like, we spent 30 minutes in the car. I know they were in the back of a station wagon with somebody's mom driving them somewhere. I just know that these these fucking guys have no life experience and nothing going on. I Because you played that, I have to play my Jimmy Eats World bit clip. <laughs> Please do. Some of this is going to overlap. I'll clean it up and post. Yeah, no, go to but- town. They say all these jokes that are funny, and yeah. then one of the guys hits on a joke that they go, oh, shit, that's the joke. So I know that you wanted to pull it out of context, make it seem like they're always not funny. <laughs> but you'll see that they oh. do finally get to the funny Party joke here. World. This time he's playing soccer. We yeah. already, came, we already up. came up with really? that. Yeah, no, I think yes. we ran through all We of ran them. through the alphabet. <laughs> like We did greets, eats, Jeeps. Jeeps. That's a slant rhyme, so... Uh, we weren't really counting slant rhymes. No, he's hanging out, he's hanging out with his peeps. 
we're not do, we're not doing slant rhymes. We came up with like no. all of them. So then just do a couple. Of Jimmy Greets World. Yeah, we did that one. Fuck. Jimmy Deets World is in details, but he shortened it. Or the deet, we came up or with the ingredient in mosquito. Jimmy Beats World. Beats World. Yeah, already, that's with, easy, dude. You're oh. on some first level. Uh, Jimmy Yeats World, Jimmy Yeats World came yeah. up with it. Fuck. <laughs> There's nothing you Jimmy can... Reheats World. It's... <laughs> Fuck, that's good. You <laughs> came up that's with a good one. one. Yes. Said, yes, yes. We said Jimmy Heats World, but uh, what Jimmy Reheats. Jimmy Reheats Re- Re- World again. <laughs> Jimmy Reheats World, and it was only five minutes to get there, man. That was the that was Holy the punch line. It's like and we're in a writer's room. It's like we're, uh, we're watching The Simpsons writing room. So I think what they consider the gold standard, what they were looking for for their big laugh is my number one. This is what I think they think is the funniest joke they've ever heard. A.K.A. A.K.A. Maddie Mad- Boy. Maddie A.K.A. Boy. Pussy Lips McGee. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? And we also got this boy Since in this too. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Since <laughs> Dude, how did you not know? <laughs> You've always been pussy. Jesus Christ. That's pretty All good. Right. I like that. We also got Mark. Uh, and that one's so good, they come back to it again. My number six is part two of that saga. You're part of the oh, Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Pussy Lips McGee. On the day of my daughter's wedding. No, you come to you. me, Pussy Lips McGee. <laughs> I mean, there was five minutes total of Pussy Lips McGee humor. But what you're not understanding yeah. is that Pussy Lips McGee is obviously an Italian name. Yeah. So that's that why they pretty... went right to the Sopranos and it the Godfather. Is. When I hear McGee, I'm just like, are you, what part of Italy are you from, McGee? And this, this, this plays into something that I think is, this is a real thing. This is my number 16. Okay. There's Stuff someone there. called a Pussy in the Sopranos. I, yeah. I watched yeah. like... Probably a couple halves of episodes to put it together. I've seen upwards of 10 hours I've of The Sopranos. I've definitely seen most of The Sopranos. I don't think I've seen all of it. I've seen a bunch of half of episodes, and therefore I'm a fucking expert in this. Up to 10 hours of The Sopranos. That's a lot. And I know this is me and old man going off, but I got kids, and I talk to my kids' friends, and I talk to my kids. And they've all seen YouTube videos on everything, and they're experts in everything. And none of them know what the fuck they're talking about ever. And if I can go a little more meta, these they the one guy says at one point that they're they're all twenty one. Yeah. So at one point they start talking about their life experiences. Here's my number fourteen. Okay. <laughs> oh, my third grade teacher was fucking dope, dude. Yeah, I and then like every things. every teacher before fourth grade was pretty dope. Like I'm not gonna lie. Really now you've got a hot microphone. You're uploading shit to the internet, and you're talking about your fourth grade teacher. So let me, this is a message to all you young folks out there. You don't know shit. You haven't done shit. And you need to shut the fuck up. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but you're the not understanding you know that this, you don't understand this edgelord is paving a path that you don't even understand. Yeah, no, you're right When about they're that. talking about their teachers, this guy goes off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Honestly, fuck my fourth grade teacher. She was What's a her name? Miss <gasps> Basie. Fuck her, dude. <gasps> I mean, I didn't even know you could do that on a podcast. Yeah. It's really edgy stuff. I don't. I mean, you're acting like they shouldn't even have a podcast. I don't uh, think you understand that they're reinventing what podcasts are. They're a bunch of fucking gamers that are 
talking about their fourth grade teachers and, and I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, this is so fucking cliche. They won't put their phones down. Number two. Okay. What is my phone doing right now? Mark, off the phone. We're trying to record a podcast. Who? To who? To who? No. So, two of the four boys are on their phones. Mark, put the Mark, put the phones away. Who are you talking to? Who? Who? Who are you? How how quick are you texting back and forth? Jesus. Danny DeVito is probably, I don't know. I think he's hairy. Yeah. And they finally get the one guy to put the fucking phone down. That's, that's, they spent half the show yelling at each other about their fucking phones. They finally get the guy to put the phone down. They're like, boy, you think Danny DeVito is hairy when he takes his shirt off? That's their fucking topic. Put, pick your phones back up, you assholes. What are, why do, why are we even fucking bothering with this? And just like everybody their age, they, they think that if they were to include themselves in it, they're going to make it better. Yeah. Like, play my number 12. Ever. What just movie from, is from that? From the beginning from? of Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh. We, have we, we have a we have thin walls here. I do remember that. Actually. It's just a weird like his delivery on that was just so like. So peculiar. do you think the uh, Spider-Man movies would be better if I was in them? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do. I do think they'd be better if you were in them. So can we? <laughs> You're on to something here, Doug. Can we talk about some of the topics that they cover? Like, these are just real quick ones for me. Here's my number nine. They are definitely legs that are attached to his body. You got yeah. the best legs in the group. Probably made him. You? Show up, Cass, right If I had right the now. shorts on, I would have... I did have shorts on. I figured I it was cold down no, here, I so I put like, on pants. I, th- I think it's actually you. Hey, Doug, you want to compare legs while we're on this podcast? Is that what don't we're you fucking mean, doing? Don't you mean gams? And that was, like, five minutes in. They're already out of shit to talk about as soon as they hit record. By the way, the guy says, "Hey, you got nice gams," and the other two guys had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah, oh, he's got nice. the gams up until a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> what is the gams? You know. I don't. <laughs> no, explain it. What is the gams? You know. You know. No, say you know. it. What does what it mean? You, you know. You got the. Do so I have to look it up right now? It's not like anything bad. Yeah, it's but what you does got it mean? The, you got the legs up until you got the good-looking legs up until a certain. That's point. not an abbreviation. It's That's never said it was. I never said it. It's a thing. You've never heard of that? No, not Have you heard of it ever? No. That's, that's, I don't know. Well, yeah. Now, seriously, I'm not even fucking with you. This is like talking to fifth graders. Yes. What does that mean? What does that mean? You're like, well, use context clues. In complete genuinality, it's a true thing. (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) Um, So, play my number five. Okay. (laughs) Them good ass milky shits, dude. All right. (laughs) And then my calves are about the size of Matt and Max's heads. Just like each calf. You got big calves? I never noticed. Your calves are quite impressive, dude. Fucking boulders, my guy. I've got nice calves. I, I crush too. cans with them. Basically, me. I'm a fucking hunk. <laughs> Basically, that's ma- all ma- I'm ma- trying ma- to say. Magic Mike, more like Magic Max. I deserve to be up there with these legs. More- I fucking hate all of these guys. Yeah, I was just gonna say I fucking hate these kids. <laughs> so let, let's talk about some of the other great shit they talk about. Here's number ten. I haven't had pineapple crush in a minute. This shit's fire. Dude, it goes hard. It's oh, like man. an acquired taste. You gotta like get into it. Woo. All right. This fucking pineapple crush is an acquired taste. I, I clipped that, too. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's you, a fruit-flavored soda. That has got goes, fucking 200 grams of sugar in it. Your children, and you need to shut the fuck up. Pineapple crush is for babies. Yes! <laughs> it goes hard. Absolutely! No, you know what's an acquired taste? 
Pussy. There you Look go. Look into it. That's Thank an acquired you. taste. Yeah. Bourbon is an acquired taste. Pineapple Crush is for assholes. Guys, you ever try that new Sprite, though? Oof. Oh, yeah. You got to wow. have a few before you really figure out what all the profiles yeah. are. Well, I mean, that it's shit, not that. That shit's fire. It goes hard, son. <laughs> You're My right. Guy. I mean, the, the, the nose is a little iffy at first, but then that finish is smooth as silk. The thing that was hardest for me for this episode, it was... It was there, it was hard to clip. It was well, it was hard yeah. to listen to, but it was really hard to clip because they just kept talking over each other. I yeah. mean, throughout the whole thing, it's not like we're trying to make this bad. Yeah. Oh, On my my number fifteen. If you you got to listen close, but there's somebody that tries getting his words in there four times in a row. Yeah. Like this is like the loudest we've gotten in so long. Yeah, Max's levels are so he said pe- that. No, Max Max's was actually no, hurt. I had, I had, Max uh, was hurt. It's because I had, he's not used to getting made fun of. Because whenever the mics off, I'm always used to getting made fun of. But whenever the whenever the mics off, everybody just spins. You talking about high pitch Eric there? Trying to hey, hey guys, hey, hey guys, guys, hey, what? Ah. Uh. To that guy, don't worry, buddy. Your testicles will drop soon enough. It's yeah, all right. fine. So this is, I'm going to say 15 minutes of the show that I've distilled into 10 seconds. This was number 11. And this is them talking about hairless celebrities? This is the introduction of that bit. So now you're a bit of oh, celebrities know. that you think are probably hairless? And they go, I mean, what was it? Like 10, 15 minutes, right? I'm not making that up. They were very excited they had this bit prepared. And they name different male celebrities. Yep. They, as a group, decide if they're hairy or hairless when they take off their shirt. And then they move on to the next male celebrity, and they spend a lot of fucking time with this. Well, this is one of the things that I really appreciated about them, is that they do the prep work. And yeah. a lot of podcasts out there, they think they can just show up, turn on a microphone, shoot the shit, and it'll be entertaining. Not always the case. But listen to how they've already discussed what they're going to be talking about. Wait, weren't we going to come fair. up like with... What were we talking about Man's coming up with? The, oh, yeah. No, it was... Oh. <laughs> we were something at the table where we could have came up with like a list of something. And we oh, were, we're trying to come, come up with jokes. Up with, yeah, like a puns of jokes. being smooth. No, oh, yeah. it was something else. It was like less like brain work than that, I remember. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is good. We should like, just do like this on the pod. Like one of those things that it doesn't have to be funny, but it's funny. Like. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. And just a, a great rule of thumb for all the podcasters out there. Have a discussion before the show about what you want to talk about. Don't write it down. Yeah. Don't remember what you're actually going to do. Right? Yeah. That's You don't need that. But I love that they put the time in to do the prep work. Because they know they don't want to just get out there and start rambling and talking over each other. And I love the... They want to have a, a bit, a segment. I love the context that they were sitting at the table. And I guarantee somebody, one of their moms, was serving them pizza rolls. I yeah. guarantee that was happening. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when your mom made that purple Kool-Aid and it was so good, man? And then we heard that conversation about whether Danny DeVito was a hairy chest. Oh, that was awesome. Purple Kool-Aid mom! is an acquired taste. Meatloaf! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! They also, they get into like some personal details. Here's number 12. Okay. All right, but do you guys have hairy ass cheeks? I don't know. I don't. Yeah, thanks for that, buddy. I'm fucking way ahead now. This is the last one I want this to play. Is going... This is my oh, number thirteen. This is like the this is the big story the guy was working up to. <laughs> oh, you I fell baby. in the shower ball, on ball, Friday. Ball, ball, oh yeah, let's tell that story. <laughs> Speaking of washing yourself, I fell in the fucking shower. And then he goes on a five minute story. I fell in the shower. Congratulations, you fucking idiot. That's the most exciting thing in your life. And uh, you God know, bless you. Hold on a second. I have to cut you off here. Please because do. I, understand, I understand that you play 
guitar in a rock band. I read books. I leave my house every once and in a while. And you get up on stage and rock out. And there's go-go dancers. Not everyone has that lifestyle. For some people, falling in the shower is a big deal. <laughs> you can't give this guy five minutes to explain what happened with calling for his father. And having his father come in and help him after he fell. I don't understand here's, why you're railing on this guy. It's a good story. Here's my advice. Open your front door. Go leave the house for a little while. Go. There's yeah, a Open your front out. door and go drive through Gary, Indiana, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you're goddamn right. Run out of gas in Gary, Indiana. That's my advice to you. That That's exciting story. That I want to hear. Doug, what else you got out here, buddy? Oh, I've got a couple. There, there was, he's, this is going backwards, but he's talking about when he told a joke and a, and a girl got offended at work. Number eight. Outside of the plastic deli wrap. This pod just got very questionable. What do you mean? It's not Italian. Saying Italian isn't racist. Someone actually got offended by my uh, greasy hand Italian joke once. Fucking, I'm not going to say the names, but it was like one of JT's friends. It was a girl. I know exactly what you're talking about. Mouth her name. Hold on, wait a second. <laughs> I'll just type her yeah, type it out. I will type it. I can't um, read lips because I'm not. Did she blind. work with you at one point? You're not blind. I'm not blind. I'm yeah. Not. Yeah, she worked with Mark at one yeah, point. Yeah, she worked at. Uh... First of all, I love that that greasy-handed Italian joke is something that he's workshopped for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the the beauty of this whole thing is. Nothing. It, it, this, this whole thing <laughs> yeah. sucks. Yeah. Um, Doug, they're doing a show for their friends, and none of their friends have ever listened to it. Yeah. And it's funny because you pointed out to me when I said this is the show we're doing that they've had zero downloads, zero reviews. No one's ever heard this show. And you're like, what the fuck? I thought you liked these indie podcasts, Doug. I thought you wanted <laughs> us to get back on the, the indie podcast train. Isn't this the right uh, direction? This is... <laughs> super indie i'm I'm not into yeah. super indie yeah um so you know i was i had actually prepped for this episode with you so i went and started digging deep on the internet i ended up finding somebody that wrote a a college paper a college essay on this podcast shut the and i wanted fuck up. i i asked her to share it with me and she wouldn't uh. but uh so you see i just told a joke that had no or a story that had no end too so i could be right in here with these fuckheads seriously well, uh, i went nowhere fast yeah, I don't know. You got like a full time job and stuff, though. That would disqualify you. You actually have something going on in your life. I have a uh, uh, my number eighteen. I thought could have sparked a good conversation between them. I'm just picturing Doug doing a podcast with these guys. And he's like, I slept in the shower. Doug's like, I tried to kill myself. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> maybe we'll let you talk for a minute. <laughs> right, I've got Pokemon Red. I enjoy eating butthole. <laughs> All right, here's, uh, here's your number 18. It's like, I was like, dude, is that her? Like, I'd just look at, like, all the girls in there, and I'd be like, oh, that one looks like she would do some whack shit. Like, Wasn't she there, though? No. What kind of whack shit do you think he is thinking about? What to him is whack shit? Playing World 1-1 in uh, Super Mario Brothers 2, like, blindfolded. That's his idea of, like, some whacked-out, kinky-ass shit. So I was thinking like uh, over the jeans hand job. That's what, <laughs> that's where I was at. That that's pretty wild. A little dry humping. So you're saying these kids are virgins, are you? I would I would guess that they are just they, based on. They sound like uh, incels. It doesn't seem like they have game. I don't know that they'd be good at talking to the female sex at all. They can't even talk to each other, and they spend all of their time with each other. That's a good point. 
So I, I have it. My, my thought on this show was that they get together and they make themselves laugh, not each other themselves. That, yeah, that's what the whole that's episode a good is. Point. Yes. I think the last thing I got, and th- this is just something that pisses me off and listening to podcasts is we're all doing the same thing. We're all either sitting in a basement or sitting in a fucking spare room. We don't have studios. Uh, but the way that people refer to, if they make a joke, they call it a bit, you know, like, if you're on Jimmy Fallon, he has right. bits. Yeah. If you're on a shitty podcast, you have stupid conversations. Number 10. I did it like two times. <laughs> just, just that time. It was like, in this bit, it's been like six. Yeah, no, like, it has like, not. No, I yeah. have not said what? it that many you times. Run it back. Just run been... it back. If you had to take this podcast and break it up into segments, how many bits <laughs> were there? Well, there was the Jimmy Eat World bit. That, ah. was, that was a great bit. There was the one that Crozier was talking about. Remember when they were talking about whether celebrities shave their body hair or not? Yeah. Boy. That's a great bit. But it, it, it just all runs together. There's it's no bits. One, There's no bits. There's no segments. It's, one shit. it's nonsense. Yeah. It's utter. You, you guys have broken me. I was trying to see it from their angle. You've broken me. It's all fucking nonsense. The guy, after they do the Jimmy Eats World thing for 15 minutes, yeah. explains why you might not have gotten those jokes. Jimmy Eats, Eats the world. world. Imagine somebody listening to this and they don't know the band Jimmy Eats World. They're like, what the fuck is happening? I do know the band Jimmy Eats World. I do. Yeah. And I still wonder what the fuck is happening. Yeah. It has nothing to do with he, knowing the band or not. Yeah, He could have just stopped there and said, imagine somebody listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> Um, they do mention this bit. We do yeah. a bit where we say it's the end of the podcast when it's obviously not the end of the podcast. It's the first time we Who would do that? That's oh. a stupid bit. Yeah. <laughs> Saying it's the end of the podcast and they continue on. And then they, they mention a movie and the guy knows of this movie, is familiar with it, and may have seen it recently. It's like monkey brains in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. Like that's a delicacy. Yeah. Dude, uh when was the last time you watched Temple of Doom? Like yesterday, like Never. last night. Really? No. Dude, because I watched it again. <laughs> I no, I watched it like I watched it last night. How funny week, would it like, be if like I actually ago. watched it last night? Temple of Doom is definitely the best Indiana poking. Jones movie. Hmm? He goes, How funny would it be if I actually watched that movie last night? And my answer is pretty fucking funny. That'd be maybe the funniest thing I ever heard on a podcast. If a guy goes, you ever see Indiana Jones? Like, I watched it last night. Yeah. That's hilarious. That would be funny. He goes that on to be... say that Temple of Doom is the best Indiana Jones movie. Makes me think that maybe these guys aren't uh, the brightest bulbs. They really should hang out with Seamus and learn more about the craft of filmmaking. They do come up with a amazing scam. You guys familiar with uh, DXL? It's a store that sells clothing for people who are large. Okay. Right? So it, it's it's like a, a fat man, tall man store. Okay. So this guy comes up with, like, what if we did this? There's this lady. She's a, she's a bigger woman. She's suing, like, Hollister or, like, one of those stores, yeah. like Aeropostle or something. Yeah. Because clothes don't fit her. You got the Aeropostle drip. So here's my bit. I'm going to go into a store for bigger people, for plus-sized and I'm going to sue them because they don't have clothes that fit me. Home run, Comey, a home run. <laughs> Doesn't he sound like he's talking with a mouthful of lasagna or something? <laughs> yes, that, that one kid, he's got his hand in his mouth, he's fisting his mouth, it's something is going on. Yeah, there. and there's, yeah, there's one guy that's way off the microphone that made it a, a bitch to, to clip as yeah, well. Yeah, I think it was Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
this part I thought was hilarious because as we've now documented, this entire show is nothing but people making noise. People are grabbing bottles of water and crushing them. And they're all talking over each other and having despairing conversations. And then all of a sudden, one of the guys calls someone on their shit. No, dude, neck down, Michael Sarah's smooth. Yeah, I'm thinking you, neck you're down. You're making noise. You're making ruckus with the chair, dude. He goes, your chair is making noise. Can you please cut that out? That would be like if Johnny Rotten were to call out Sid Vicious for hitting the wrong notes. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? We're trying to play a punk song over here. Yeah. You know, it's even funny. As you're playing that clip, there was a guy belching in the yes. background as he's telling him to watch the noise. Yeah, watch the noise, asshole. Your chair is creaking. Yeah, I, they can't hear me belch. It's getting picked you're... up on the microphone. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what I, you know, we, we've talked about it time and time and time again in this episode about how it's just them all talking over each other. I, I pulled this clip. It's number four. And what it is is they're all talking over each other. Then you'll notice they all have to take a breath at the exact same time, so there's silence. <laughs> and then they all pick it right back up again. That's called choreography, my friend. You Can got you explain everywhere. your reasoning? <laughs> I don't talk to Nico. Talk to Nico. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Ugh. God forbid there would be a, just a moment that people could collect their thoughts. Yeah. Think about the next thing they want to say. Give it a hard thought for a second. Think maybe, maybe I shouldn't say just the random thing that's in my mind right now. Just let someone else complete a fucking sentence. How come that doesn't occur to anybody? You know? This actually stressed me out. Yeah. And I'm I'm being serious. It stressed me out listening to this more than the four-hour Flat Earth podcast. I I know what you mean. It was like listening to a five-hour podcast because each person did their own hour-long podcast. Yeah, yeah. They just happened to be in the same room. In the same room at the same time. They might have even been facing each other for part of it. At the very beginning, you guys played that there was Sweet Home Alabama playing and they're all talking over each other and they say, oh, Leonard Skinner, is, is, is that guy dead? And then they come back and revisit it and this person is stupid. Leonard Skinner is dead anyway. Isn't he a problem? Is he dead? I don't know. Is Leonard Skinner a person? No, he's a he's an entity. Yeah, he's one singular being. <laughs> he said he said Leonard he's Skinner's dead. dead. That sounds like a person's name, right? No. Yes. Leonard is a name. Matt, are you with me on yeah. this? And Mark is here, but he's not talking. Well, no, I'm trying him. to do the. I'm trying to think about it. Like I I I don't think it's a person. It's so as Crozier was pointing out earlier. If you're a dumb retard, maybe you shouldn't talk on a podcast. Just keep your mouth shut. Maybe if you don't know anything about anything, you could just listen. Yeah. How about for the next 10 years, just listen. Take a vow of silence. Just listen to what other people have to say. Watch a documentary or two. Read a book. Put the phone down. Pick up something written by someone great. Maybe flip through it. Maybe check out a couple of the words on the page. I mean, you know, improve yourselves, you fucking idiots. Thank you. I did this little experiment at the tail end when I was clipping these. So I, by this time I had listened to this three times. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. So yeah. It, listening to this my, one time was the worst hour of my life. Yeah. My, my number 20, it's, it was kind of like when you're reading something, a technical magazine or something, and you don't grasp what it is that is being said to you. So you have to reread it. I, I wrote on here, number 20, you guys tell me what they say. Cause I, I don't know. 
Yeah. I couldn't pull Don't anything. Don't you hate it when you nick your balls? Like I have not gotten those ads. Because you're, you're, you're not a boy. You're not a boy. You're a boy. You're a little girl. Yeah, because I was spending all my time no, watching I, videos I, of how to kill myself for little kids. <laughs> you know what, dude? If I'm, on, if I'm, on, me, if dude. I'm on that wave, no. Uh, somebody buy me that. I asked if you wanted it for Christmas, but you said no. Buy me the lawnmower. Is that what it's called? Yeah, boy, it's just a fucking jumbled mess. Which guy was I supposed to be listening to? Yeah, fuck these guys. Which, which conversation was I supposed to be listening to? I don't know what just happened. Yeah. There was a lawnmower and a suicide machine and some, Christmas gifts. Some scrotum shaving, I think, to start it off. Yeah, this some, yeah I, who, who fucking knows? Doug, comment. No, I still don't know. I, okay. I don't. If I had to write a, a small paragraph about what I just heard, I would write nicking balls with a lawnmower because that's all I pulled away from. <laughs> If only you got that woman's essay, yeah. we would have understood this better. Yeah, no shit. That's called a callback. Hey-o. Doug, what else you got, buddy? I I think we've already played whatever I got. I got a couple examples of them talking over each other, just in case it didn't get brought up, but I think we took care of that. I think we nailed it. Yep. All and right. then I got an impression of the Pillsbury Doughboy for some reason, number three. Oh, uh, shit. He so, looks like Poppin' Fresh right now. Poppin' Fresh. Do the yeah. laugh, Pillsbury Dough. Not a lot of people know that the Pillsbury Dough. Pillsbury Dough, what? I, I, I'm, that, no, he's, I, that's it. It, 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 yeah, it was I, just I, another bad impression in uh, an episode filled with them. You say bad. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think these guys, they got something going on. They, they got to figure it out better than we do. Speaking of people who have it figured out. I am very excited to get into this segment. Last week we were off. Yeah. We had to play. Where are we at? I forgot. I don't know what we did last week. Yeah, I, I'm I, not even I, sure. I forget. But we didn't put out a new episode, and Opie kept putting out episodes, so now I'm backlogged with Opie shit to play. And this is going to be a long segment. There's a lot to get to here. Is there ever? There's a lot to discuss. Yeah. Doug, have you listened to any Opie radio lately? I, I did some shit on YouTube just with the uh, Luis Gomez and Opie thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can start there. Opie had Louis J. Gomez on his show for the very first time. And before this, these two guys had a problem with each other. So I was interested to hear what was going to go down with this conversation. It turned out to be a giant pile of nothing. Oh, it was so boring. So fucking boring. It was just, they got together. Hey, Louis, you just had Skankfest. Louis C.K. was on there. How did that go down? Yeah. And he explained that whole thing. I'm sure we all know. Okay. And then at the very, very end, Lewis, I mean, not even the very end. There was a 20-minute conversation. Yeah. Because Lewis has better things to do. He goes, all right, thanks so much for having me on. I got to go. I got to go do a podcast. Blah, blah, blah. So then Opie decides, well, now that we have zero seconds to talk about it, let's get into our shit that we've had with each other. And before I play the clips from that, I just want to play Lewis talking about Opie on the bonfire which is a Sirius XM show with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Right after Opie was fired, Lewis came on there as a guest. And this is what he said about his experience with Opie. 
I was told not to ever shit on Opie by multiple people at SiriusXM that you would, that he would specifically try to get you fired from your gigs if you ever made jokes about him. He never brought me and Dave on on those shows specifically. I was told by Bobby Kelly and other people he was like, oh, he doesn't like you. You you and jo- you joked about him on Anthony's show, so now he does. He never wants to fucking help you guys. That's all right. So Lewis made a joke about Opie, and then he was shunned from the Opie universe. Yeah. Opie used all of his power and control to not only make sure that Lewis was never booked on his show or anything that he was up to at Sirius, but he also put programming up against, like, Legion of Skanks. He had uh, Sherrod Small's Race Wars going against Legion of Skanks, and Mm. he would purposely set things up to try to thwart... Louis J. Gomez. Perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. Perfectly normal, healthy behavior for two people who have never even spoken with each other before. But I heard he talked shit about me on some show. So Opie goes on, and Doug, I hope I'm not stepping on anything that you had, but Opie comes on and admits that he has been totally butthurt by Lewis. It was like, uh, you know, over the years I've met you, I'll finish with this, and yeah, yeah. like you're always cool to me, but then... Of course. But then online, if I felt like you were feeling the pressure, you had to hate me or something. I'm like, dude, I, I know the guy. We we sat with Bob Kelly a long time yeah, ago. We went to a barbecue together. Well, yeah, well yeah. On, on, on the podcast, yeah. On his podcast, uh, it was before you blew up, and you couldn't have been cooler to me. I was cool yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Then I saw you at Bob Kelly's barbecues over the years, and you were so nice to me, my family, and my kids. And then start hearing shit online. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? I don't, know, I, don't, I don't like that what shit. What that is. All right, so Opie right there admits... <clears throat> I heard from other people that you were talking shit and I was pissed off. And so he did everything he could to ruin Louis J. Gomez's career. Everything he could do, which isn't very much because Louis is doing fine. Yeah. Obviously. So thankfully, Louis explains to him that, dummy, you're Opie from Opie and Anthony. Have you ever heard your show? It's wall-to-wall ball busting. Yeah. Opie and Anthony, you guys are the fucking ball bust kings, right? right? You sit at that table. You should be afraid that Patrice and Jim Norton and Bob Keller are going to fucking uh, trash was... you. That that whole idea of be, being at the comedy cellar in the back, like, you're like, you got to watch where you're going. So, in my mind, I'm going like, yeah, dude, we're just fucking doing what we do. There's no nothing personal. Yeah. We're just trying to say yeah. the funniest thing in the moment. You know what would be great? Is if I was to run into Carl on the street and he was to say, yo, I, I heard you talk shit about me on your podcast. <laughs> right. This would happen, too, for sure. So this is Lewis further explaining that this is how this whole thing works, which he should not have to explain to Opie. I've trashed Anthony. A thousand times over, we make fun of him beating up his chick, him <laughs> fucking losing everything, keep the copying his fucking. Pr- Dude, we trash Anthony all the time. The, the reality is, like, that's the world that we live in. Jim Norton, he's a fucking creep, brings girls on the road, fucking tries to bang them, probably bangs trannies. So I just that was my takeaway from the show. I didn't think it was all that compelling or exciting, but they have a boring conversation. And then at the end, hey, I heard you were talking shit about me. He's like, yes. I make fun of everyone. I'm Louis J. Gomez. It's what I do. I, I we trash people. Yeah. It's what Opie and Anthony was for over a decade after they stopped shoving whiff wall bats in girls' vaginas. Yeah. They would just have comedians on and they would just tell jokes and rip on each other. How does Opie still not get it to this day? Yeah. He doesn't know why he's famous. I, you know, to this day. And it, it's, it's like... Stern used to do that too. Howard Stern would get on the air and rip someone a new asshole oh, for four hours straight. And then if someone said the littlest thing about Howard Stern, he'd do a whole week crying about it. Do you remember him with Chevy Chase? Oh, my God. There was a decade of time 
when all he did was motherfuck Chevy Chase to the point where his fans were fucking with Chevy yeah. and oh, going yeah. to his house and calling him. And meanwhile, Howard, you're exactly right. Every single time there was one little thing that somebody would say disparaging about Howard Cern. Oh, God. How, how dare that? End of the world. Oh, he would, dude, he would go in a funk for like three straight days over that bullshit. Speaking of which, Doug, I know that you sent me a no this morning. I didn't catch it until later. But this secret tape was revealed this week of Howard Stern at a staff meeting. Did you watch this? Yeah, I, I watched it, obviously. Um, God, it's interesting. It is. It's interesting. I think that's a great way to describe it. He's a guy who seems desperate. Like the show is falling apart. They don't know what their direction is anymore. They've lost Artie Lang. And so he has a mission to get an A-list celebrity on every single week. And this meeting is all about how are we going to get A-list celebrities on every single week. And there's so many parts of that that you can tell are just Marcy Turk put together this terrible PowerPoint presentation for him. And I definitely recommend checking it out if it's still up online somewhere. I, I, I was thinking you could do a bonus episode of some sort with just there's plenty of content in that hour long yes. video. I, I, I think that's probably a good idea. There's a part in there where he talks about how he is perpetuating the gay agenda and that all of his fans are homophobes and he needs to change their mind. Did you see that part? I did. Yeah. That uh, was, he was interesting. He was trying to get the director from the matrix is, is I believe where that came from. She's okay. transgender. Okay. Yeah. That is so weird to me. And especially cause I remember saying this when we were reviewing the Stern show on WATP Howard has been talking to gay people since the early 80s yeah. when that was not cool. It was not part of, like, open society or however you want to say it. You know what I mean? He's like, had Richard Simmons on there since the mid-80s. Oh, of certainly. Course. But, but he, he's had gay people on and talked so to them. It's funny because Richard Simmons has never admitted that he's... Of course. I'm sorry. But he talked to them about, like, <laughs> like, like dating or about sex or about whatever yeah. stuff that people were not talking about at the time. Now it's kind of... It's no big deal. But at, right. when he was doing it... it really kind of was a big deal. I think he opened a lot of doors and for him to be like, yeah, my audience is all fucking, you know, backwards homophobes. It's like, really? That's what you think? I know. I was surprised by that too. I don't, I didn't understand that part of the presentation. We need, he, he was like, we need to change their minds. Like that's your job is to change people's minds. I thought you were running an entertainment show. Yeah. A little confused by that. Now, if only Howard had great fucking content like Opie did. Oh, let's get back to Opie. That's a segue right there. This guy is a pro. What do you got, Crush? Because, dude, I'll tell you what. If Howard Stern did this, he wouldn't have to worry about the gay agenda. Here's my number 21. All right. Hey, you want to do that for the podcast? I'll pay for a nice back trim for you. No, pay for for a capsule. Go back to my goddamn restaurant. All right. There's two things I love about this clip. The first is, you know what would be great content for a podcast? I'm going to pay for you to get a back trim at this haircut place. They're going to shave your back. Because yep. that's fucking great podcast. And the second thing is that uh, Carl What's-His-Nuts is like, <laughs> yeah. can you just fucking buy me a cab? Like, he spends this... They walk to see Luigi Gomez, and Carl is pissed off the whole time, wants yeah. to go home. Right. And then they leave, and they walk, and Carl is really pissed off the whole time and just wants to go home. That part, that segment of the show, I didn't pull a lot of clips from, but it's fascinating. That's by the way, I just want to tell you, it's Louis J. Gomez. I made the same mistake and got called out for it. Oh. It's very important you pronounce his name right or he goes after you. He's the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. you got to be careful with this guy. Okay, there you he'll, go. He'll, I, he'll I rape you on his show. He will <laughs> rape you. Yeah, he has raped Doug on his show, and he did nothing even that bad. Louis, so you, be careful. You can't rape the Willie, my friend. So... <laughs> 
number 22, he talks about how he buttered up Anderson Cooper. You I and saw Anderson th- Cooper? Yeah, because I saw his documentary on his mom, which was boring. <laughs> but Who's I may believe, mom? but may believe it was great. That's made way funnier by the fact that she's dead now. Because you're like, dude, I saw the documentary on your dead mom, and it sucked. <laughs> but Snooze I- fest! I wish I was six feet under. But I pretended like your mom was cool, so you come on my show. And this this other one, I just love this. This is number 23. Okay. You didn't take six years to speak. I swear to God I did. Where? At that, that fake college that you went to? Where you drink all that Genesee no, beer? No. That describes everyone I know here in Rochester. Yes. They went to a fake college and did nothing but drink Genesee. So... <laughs> I clipped a bunch of clips, and I, I'm sorry, Carl. I know you fucking hate this, but no, that's all right. this is this is I love this. This is a series I call Opie versus the Public. Okay, like there's this there's this psychological phenomenon called the Truman Show thing, where uh, uh, people believe that they're in this fake environment and that they're they're being broadcast or whatever. But Opie is his own Truman Show. He walks around with this recorder, yeah. and he thinks that everybody is part of his broadcast, is part of his world. Correct. So as this is beginning. He interacts with a street lady. This is number 24. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Fuck you! What? I didn't do anything! That's the problem. All right. Wait, the problem is I didn't do anything? So you say... Opie, I've never seen people just... You want to go for some ramen? (laughs) People just randomly hate you. (laughs) I love Carl's observation there. Yeah. He yeah. goes, you're just walking down the street and people hate you. Yeah, yeah, no shit. And this is a woman who's talking to Jesus. She's right. like looking in the sky, fucking go, like speaking in tongues. Yeah. Sees Opie and goes, fuck you. <laughs> Which I think we all can understand. This this one's a little bit longer, but bear with me. This is number 25. Let's get this conversation on our podcast. No. He's yelling at somebody. He's from Croatia. He'll stab you with a pen. Sir, you got a wobbly wheel. Your wheel just wobbled. The wheel's about to fall off. Be careful. Oh, yes? It's yeah. Broken in this, uh, huh? Broken inside this... Uh, yeah, the wheel's broke. Yes, yes. All right, all right, all right. I'm being pulled away. I was just trying Come to be on. friendly. Stop. What, bro? This is me. Why are you talking to people? Because they, they, they're lonely. No, that guy was 100% not lonely. <laughs> now, this it, is like somebody butt dialing you. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes. It really is. And he, like, he's like randomly interacting with people and he's got his buddy with him. And like, this is the importance of friends. Your friends are the ones that are like, no, dude, don't do that. Dude, don't wear that. Don't say that. Like, yep. we all need friends to, 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 to rein us in, to make us part of society. Right. Opie has no connection like that. And he is so the fuck far out of society. Even when his friends try to reel him in, they don't get it. Here's number 26. Sir, you have a wobbly <laughs> wheel. It's oh. all about it. Oh, if you ever came up to me like that, I'd give you a suplex. <laughs> Why? Why would you? <laughs> if do I didn't that? know you, Why? with the anger that I harbor inside, and you want to talk to me about my fucking luggage, I would burn you alive. Exactly. This guy's walking around. He's got earbuds in. They say. And Opie goes up to him and talks to him. And he repeats himself over and over again because the guy's got to pull his earbuds out. And it's like, what the fuck? These next couple are real short, and they come in like mid conversation. So he's right in the middle of talking to something, and then yells to someone else. Here's 27. He sees a guy in a Pepsi truck. Pepsi! Big fan! What are you doing? What? Why would you sue that? You got support. The guy's delivering trucks, delivering fucking sodas. He gave me a fist. He gave me a fist like he was at the... No, he just didn't have time to pull his finger out. 
guy sees a guy in a Pepsi truck and goes, Pepsi, big fan. Hold on. The fuck? I want to point something out. The way Opie's behaving in Manhattan right now on his podcast is how all of these kids from Thought Fellas would try to entertain each other if they were allowed loose in Manhattan by themselves. But that, th- those... those it's, a, it's how a 19-year-old tries to get a rise out of his friends. Look at him yelling at strangers. But, and Carl Louise is like, dude, there's nothing funny about this. You're not entertaining anyone. You're embarrassing not even, yourself. Not even 19. Like 15. Right. 14 or 15. Well, those kids seemed like they were 14 or 15, but yes. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like the, the humor of the fifth grader who thinks flipping somebody off from the school bus is fucking high art. You know what I mean? Dude, I used to flip off so many fucking assholes from oh, the school bus. Oh, I believe I that. I was the king. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> and all those kids now have their own podcast where they rip on other <laughs> That's true. And it's and like, like I said, they're in mid-conversation. And at this point, he's not even paying attention to what Carl's saying. He just yells out shit. Here's number 28. This is another thing just out of nowhere. I support. You support what? The two guys were hanging, uh, hugging. So I figured I'd give them a little I'd support. Support for them hugging? You support guys hugging? Yeah, because, you know. Can we get in a cab? I just got douche chills, and I already heard this before. It's so enraging, this fucking asshole. The only thing on Carl's mind is, can we get the fuck out of here? And Opie sees two guys hugging, and he goes, I support! What the fuck is wrong with you, Opie? Last one. He's embarrassing himself and then purposely putting it out on the internet for us to hear. Yeah, and this, this is the last one, and this one is like... This one is, it's like, dude, it's, it's, it's 2019. Like this ain't. Before you, before you play it, I, I'm drawing a correlation between the, the guy that we used to talk about, Seamus or yeah. Todd, whatever you call him. And, and Opie, where they both think that everything they say that the world wants to hear. Yeah. Correct. But, but Opie's out in public doing it. Like it's one thing with, with Seamus and with these thoughts, fellas, guys, they've never left their bubble. This guy drove through a town once, and that's the most exciting thing that's ever happened. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They don't get out of their car. They don't talk to people. They're not in the world. They don't. They're just in their fucking little bubble staring at their phone. Opie's out in the world, and he's. I've got to correct you. Seamus goes out and shares his comedy with the world. You know, every thought that he has, he thinks that everybody needs to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least he's on stage, like, in an appropriate venue. Opie is literally just out in public pissing people off. And here's number 29. I hate to break up the flow. And this is why I do never look at Discord. There's a giant conversation going on around the way I pronounce exactly. Who it's all anyone's fuck? fucking talking about over here. Who gives a fuck? Fuck these people. He thinks you're hot. Why would you do that? That's good. That's not good. Excuse me, ma'am. Opie, I date more girls in a week than fucking... I never say that. Excuse me. Stop it. it. She didn't turn around. Of course she didn't. Look at me. I'm sweating. I'm fucking... <laughs> Now, look, we've all got women in our lives, and they've all got stories that I was walking on the street, and some really creepy douchebag with a Zoom recorder yelled out, you're hot, or my friend thinks you're hot. Oh, you bet, Opie? my cousin likes your ass, or whatever the fuck. And it's never a good story. You've never had a female friend that was like, boy, this guy yelled at me, you're hot, and it really made my day. That doesn't, it doesn't happen. Especially some fucking 60-year-old fuck like this fucking idiot. All right, what are we doing here? I- fucking shut the fuck up. And they go after the Louis J. Gomez interview. Louis says, dude, check out my studio. Now, Louis has built a studio. He has a bunch of podcasts on his network. He doesn't just walk around the streets of New York? No. Oh, okay. On Gas Digital, which is his network, there are a bunch of broadcasters, podcasters, comedians 
who do shows. He has multiple studios. He's showing how he has everything set up so you can put your computer in and you can run things off your computer if you bring your own clips or your own video. And he's showing all this high-tech stuff. We got cameras set up. We got LED lights, different colors, whatever mood you want to set. You can run your show. And afterwards, Carl comes back out on the street with Opie right before all this shit that you just started playing. Yeah. And Carl's embarrassed. <laughs> what they're doing compared to what Lewis is doing is embarrassing. I was embarrassed. <laughs> Why? Because we're walking around with this dialysis machine and he's got this whole thing going on. <laughs> yeah, but we do it different. So Carl yeah. gets it. He's seeing what real podcasters are doing. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's with this loser who just got fired from Westwood One. Yeah. And he just wants to get back to his restaurant and this guy's fucking talking to random homeless people. Yeah. And I just want to say that I think that maybe... It's the final countdown, Crows. What I'm trying to say, Carl Ruiz, you got to come on WATP. Please, pretty please. We want you on the show so that we can get the scoop on what the fuck is going on with Opie. Yeah, pretty please, man. What the man. fuck is going on with this guy? Opie, at one point, is walking around Lewis's studio, being shown all the stuff, and for the first time in the history of his show, cares that it might be boring. These are two workstations with... The full Adobe suite and anything to do the editing. All the wires are hidden everywhere behind the walls. Everything's hidden so that... This is starting to get boring right. for the podcast, but Sorry. it's amazing. This you guys got an amazing area. setup. Jesus now Christ. you're concerned about... Now yeah. you're concerned about being boring for the podcast. As he's being... Hey, Pepsi! Pepsi! <laughs> Pepsi! Big fan! Big fan! Yeah. And he's he's getting bored being shown what a real podcast studio is like. Oh, that that's what it is. He's angry yeah. that these guys have figured it out. He had a no, cubicle they, at Westwood we One. We just do it different. We just do it different. We just yeah. do it different. And he goes on to explain. He's like, no, no, Carl. They're doing that thing. That's stupid. Yeah. We go out on the street I, and we talk to random people for no reason. It's way better. Yeah. You, you can do this with all your fancy computers and whatnot, but I got my Home Alone 2 recorder with me, so that's our podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's like, you know, well, that band uses a recording studio, but we do it different. My band records on an iPhone 6. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. I want to... Bring this back to the episode that was entitled R.I.P., episode 117. We reviewed this a little bit on the last show, and this was the one where Opie explains he was let go by Westwood One, or, or no, no, it was, a, it was a mutual agreement. Yeah, how dare we you? We both decided we should see other people, yeah, is what he yeah. said. Oh, totally mutual. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he explains that, and then he says, okay, I'm going to go on a trip with Mike Sappho, and we're going to go to Diamond Dallas's Page's house. Yeah. And he says, Mike Sappho has a really sad sack story. His life is falling apart. We're going to talk about that. So I turned it off. I'm like, yeah. okay, we're well, good. But I was told that there are things at the end of that show that I should listen to. So I go, okay, I'll check this out. Now, as I've evolved in making fun of Opie more and more, I've had people <laughs> in my life say, aren't you kind of going a little too far? <laughs> He's just a guy. You know, you're, you're making fun of this guy. Maybe he's not that bad. And I just want to remind them, I'm talking to my parents specifically, but I just want to remind them. <laughs> I want to remind them that Opie is a terrible human being. Yeah. He's talking about the old O&A days with this guy, Mike Sappho, who's a super fan of Opie and Anthony. And he quizzes him on this subject. I want, to, I want to test your O&A knowledge because you are a super fan. Okay. We haven't taken advantage of that over the last year with this podcast. Name four things that Opie and Anthony did with the girls' snatch. Uh, four. Okay. What? Guess what's in my pants. Would that count as one? Uh, the game? Uh, okay. 
I, it's not the ones I'm thinking of. Wiffle Bowl Bat Challenge, of course. That was oh, a legendary oh, I forgot one. about that oh, one. Oh, really? <laughs> in a way, I forgot. Yeah. And that was in a glass box. It, uh, the girls took that seriously. They would see the line on the bat and go, oh, I could beat that. That was a legendary bit, the Wiffle Bowl Bat Challenge. That was the... That was the one. Yeah, yeah. That was the one when you would drive and you feel uncomfortable, like, and you would sit back, like, oh boy. But that's, I would go to Yankee games with my dad, and we would listen all the time. <laughs> oh, whenever that comes on, that's like a bonding experience with the pops. Sure, sure. What? Yeah, that was a good one. That's not the ones I'm thinking. I'm of. trying to think which ones you're thinking of with the snatch. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Hold couple, on. A couple things going on. Hold here. on a minute. <laughs> Me and my dad used to bond over listening to women vaginally insert a wiffle ball bat. Is that what just happened? Well, they wanted to see how far they could get it in, Carlos. Well, I mean, I I understand that. You never talked to your dad about how far a whiff ball back can be shoved into your mom. Come on. You We've all me, had that conversation. Let me think about that. No, I don't. I don't think we have had that conversation, Carl. I, I did have a conversation once with my mom about how far a wiffle ball back could go in my dad, but that probably doesn't. <laughs> she actually showed you the line. Yep, it actually went right to here, Doug. Uh, oh, and now this... get back out there and play, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and this guy who had a body experience with his dad over this radio experience went on to become a New York City policeman. Oh, God. I know. Surprise, surprise. All right, so this guy actually knows more about Opie and Anthony than Opie does. Because he says, name four things. And he already names two things that Opie didn't even remember. Ugh. So then Opie quizzes him. You got to figure out some more. All right, so the one I'm thinking, I got four. Okay. I mean, but you're adding to the list, which is great. But so far you named one out of the four I'm thinking of. One was the girl, this really hot, I think she was Dominican, a Dominican stripper from Uptown. Uh, firing eggs out of her box, and we were <laughs> and we were taking batting practice. Even even blind Dave, who couldn't see a thing, uh, which was awesome. Or or we had him catching them. I don't know. Whatever. So that's one. Name three more. I can't think of three other ones. So I just want to. <sighs> this is what Opie is talking about here. Now this was a radio show. This is before there was YouTube Live and all of these things where you could actually see what's happening. <sighs> yes, this is the right response to <sighs> have to that. Having a girl in to shoot eggs out of her pussy while someone tries to hit them with a bat is not a great radio bet. I mean, pay-per-view, sure. I'm all in. But a radio bet? And then he goes on to explain some of the other ones they did. We had a girl smoke from there. I don't remember the smoking one. We had, uh, we we tried to make a a cell phone ring. (laughs) Yes, a cell phone one I remember. Yes, okay, I remember that one. That was early, early on. You want this cell phone to ring. Well, that's why it was impressive. It was like the old Nokia one. You <laughs> yeah. put it in there. Let's see if it rings. The, the phones were really big. That's what made it really impressive. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're playing Name the Things We've Done with a Girl's Snatch. Like, that's you, a, you're that's a surprised real fucking by thing. that? You're surprised by that. Ugh. This is why I have to play this. I have to remind people that Opie is a terrible human being. And he put on a terrible show in yeah. an era when all you had to do was be shocking and ridiculous and you could get notoriety yeah. and people listening to the show. Well, it actually takes talent now to put on a show. You have to be funny and interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I remember back in the day when, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, what's the Wheel of Fortune guy? He'd come out and be like, hey, guess what's in Vanna White's pussy? I remember that was like... <laughs> that St. Jack? Yeah, thank that you. That guy was an edgelord before edgelords were cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Spin the wheel of snatch. I remember his bet. That was so great. Yeah. Um, this is a funny bet. So they're still talking about things that uh, they put in girls' vaginas. Oh, God. He's and a fucking idiot. He said something that doesn't make any sense. Oh, we had his cardboard cut out and we were trying to hit him cool. down the hall. You had Clemens' cut out. We had Clemens. Because that's when he hit Piazza in the head. 
Yeah, no, it was, uh, it might have been Rivera, Ma- Marion, mm. uh, was it his? Ah, uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I remember that day like yesterday because. <laughs> <laughs> that shit I can't remember, I remember like yesterday. Was it, was it so-and-so? Maybe it was so-and-so. Who was in the studio that day? I don't even remember. It was just like yesterday. I believe that. I believe he remembers yesterday that well. That's yeah. the only way he could live his life. Is to forget every day as it happens. Oh, my God. He wraps up this ridiculous oh, segment asshole. by saying something he should never have said. No, I, I have no regrets, to be honest with you. None. You should have a fucking lot. You should have a lot of regrets. Yeah. That's you're... a terrible way to act towards people. When those are your fucking memories, glory days, <laughs> we put a Nokia phone in a snatch, glory days. <laughs> like, no, that's fucking awful. Please cut yourself. I'm Why sorry. would he Go say ahead. no regrets? That's the dumbest thing you could say after all those things. I've got, I've got no regrets, but I will sit here for a half hour and talk about how good it was 20 years ago and how things have changed. Yeah, no shit. And now everything's different. You know, I bet I could throw a football over that mountain right there. <laughs> You're goddamn right. I bet I could shoot a football out of a woman's vagina over that there mountain. <laughs> it's 2019. What is he doing? He just explained all these things that would get him arrested today. They should have got him arrested tonight. Well, Holy yes, fuck. for sure. But you think about the Me Too movement and where we're at, and he's talking about this stuff as if he was the funniest guy in the world. Yeah. And this is all just so great. So right after that, Remember his uh, Joey Salvia, his old producer who worked for Westwood One. He comes out and does a bit, and his bit is hilarious. Buy a T-shirt on my website, opiradio.com, and uh, what else? You, you want to promote anything, Mike? You good? I'm good. All right. With that, man, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Opie Radio Podcast. Uh, hold on. Can you hear me? This is Witness Protection Guy in Texas, friend of Joey. He asked me to wrap this podcast up for him one last time. Yeah. What are they doing? It's exhausting. So he's coming on and he's saying, hey, I used to be the announcer guy and producer for the show. I'm not anymore. So I'm going to do this really funny bit where I'm like in witness protection and there's crickets in the background for some reason. None of it makes any sense. And he's got a great joke. So you could tell this guy is hilarious. Warning, warning. There are high-frequency subliminal messages imprinted on the audio. I'm not going to exactly tell you what I put on the audio, but if you find yourself putting peanut butter on your dick and letting your dog lick it off, you can thank me. (laughs) Oh, my God. In the next episode, Opie finally makes it to Diamond Dallas Page's house. And one of the first things he does when he gets to DDP's house, I bet you could imagine, Crouch. I bet you could come up with the thing that Opie would do. Remember that he's podcasting. Just got to this guy's house after a long drive. Yeah. What do you think he did? I don't know. He, he probably asked to use the bathroom and leave the recorder on. Nailed it. Oh, fuck. I didn't get bathroom. Fuck. If you don't mind. <laughs> All right. Long, long ride from uh, Long Island. Yeah, we, uh, no, from uh, Manhattan. All right. Um, Keep, keep it going for this? Of course. I got a healthy stream, Dallas. Oh, my God. Healthy stream. Don't you right, fucking dare. Over here. Don't you fucking dare. Yeah, I lift up the seat because I'm a gentleman. I'm not a savage. I'm not an animal. Looking at a nice bathroom here. 
He doesn't have any of those fancy uh, uh, bars of soap in the shape of shells. This is fast killing me, Opie. He does have a little rubber ducky. Can I look in your medicine cabinet? Are you fucking for real? Good Should one. We? Should we look in his medicine cabinet? No, that would be crossing the line, right? Oh, now I'm shy? Why am I shy? I just drove two oh hours to God. get here. I hope you fucking die. I hope you can eat my shark. I hope he drowns in his own piss internally. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, you fucking asshole! Fuck you! <laughs> the fuck kind of asshole would put this out into the world? And what kind of asshole would make me sit here and listen to it, Carl? <laughs> the fuck, man? It's interesting, though. We were you were friends. pointing out that Carl Ruiz is that little angel on his shoulder saying, Opie, don't do that. He's Why trying. are you doing that? He's trying. He's doing everything he can. Meanwhile, there's 27 devils on the other fucking shoulder going, nope, this is the way to go. No matter how much we ridicule this guy, no matter how many podcasts where I point out how terrible his show is and how no one could possibly enjoy this, he continues to do the same shit over and over and over again. When I do something really terrible, I learn about it very quickly, and I course correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't understand what is wrong with this asshole. How he can be that narcissistic that he thinks that him peeing in a bathroom, a 60-year-old man peeing in a bathroom is not compelling content. It definitely is not. Oh, my God. I'm fucking sick to my stomach. I fucking hate this guy so much. All right. I never thought twice about this guy before I last year. And I now feel he's bad. I've done this to a lot of people. Occupying my front, fucking frontal cortex. I oh, you know what? We weren't recording the whole time. I got to go back and hit all these clips again. Oh, fuck. I'm just kidding. Right, so this is, he, then he goes into uh, the next episode, episode 119. He talks to boxing legend Jerry Cooney and Chris Algieri. And Opie is terrible at interviewing people. Yeah. So Jerry Cooney was the great white hope. He was a boxer in the 70s and 80s, heavyweight. What does it sound like when he pees, though? (laughs) We never do get to that. Oh, okay. But he's got a book out, and his book's all about how he had a tough upbringing, and he became an alcoholic and a drug addict, and then he reformed his ways, and he's been sober for 30 years now, and he lives this great life, and he's he's figured it out. So it's this great feel-good story. And that's what he's on the show to talk about. And Opie has to make it about him all the time. He's the worst at interviewing people. And, and, I, and I, that is so sad that you that you hid in the basement. And but it also made me uh, think back to my childhood and stuff. In my house, it was my mom. She was mentally ill. We didn't really get. Maybe we did get physically abused, but it was it was the times where you were allowed to hit your kids. So I'm a little confused by that. But I didn't feel like I was getting beat left and right. But the mental shit was insane. And just like you hiding in the basement, my thing was. Get the fuck out of the house. Stay away. Stay in your room. As long as you weren't seen. Good Lord. Why are we talking about yeah, this? Opie, this? We all know about your story if we're a fan of Opie. Going down some dark always. We've talked about this before. You're interviewing someone. Yeah. And he makes it about him. And this is him making about him again. And this is even crazier because Jerry here is explaining how he first discovered booze at the age of 12. Mm-hmm. And it led him in a terrible direction in life Mm -hmm. where he became a raging alcoholic. Yeah. And I felt like I fit in. I was funny. Girls liked me. And that's what took me on the road. At 12? 12. I had no idea. For me, it was black. It wasn't every day or so. Once a week or something, you know, back then. Yeah. But it wasn't every single day. But, you know, you know, you just keep moving up the ladder. For me, it was blackberry brandy. Because that was the only thing that was in my father's liquor cabinet that, you know, no one wanted. 
obviously got it from a friend or something. It was sitting there. Everything else was it was gone. So Opie doesn't understand what we're talking about here. Yeah. Jerry was explaining how he was introduced to booze and how that made him feel. And it, it filled a void in his life. And so he started latching onto it. And it changed the course of direction of his life. And Opie goes, yeah, dude, my first drink. <laughs> Let me tell you about that. Yeah. Opie, you're not an alcoholic. That's not... Yeah. That's not what we're talking about yeah. here. This is yeah. a very different yeah. guy. We're on, having two different conversations. It's he even turns to the other guy who's there and goes, "What was your first drink?" <laughs> it's like that's that wasn't that wasn't the story. It yeah. wasn't what your first it, drink was. It's like the Adam Carolla school. Like I'm going to interview you by talking about my childhood for 90 minutes. It's like, like any little what? word that comes up triggers him. And he's like, "I have a story about that." Yeah. This isn't about you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Opie is terrible at interviewing. He loses total control of the conversation. Yeah. And it gets to a point where he doesn't really know. He he supposedly has read this guy's book, but he doesn't know what to ask him or how to lead him in any type of direction. So this guy decides, I'll just take over. So about 18 minutes in, Jerry Cooney just starts telling stories, and it goes on for 10, 15 minutes at a time. Yeah. And Opie can only nod. <laughs> yeah. As this guy is completing sentences. And I put together a compilation of Opie getting words in edgewise. This is how Opie interviews a celebrity guest. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 That's worse than me. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Every time this guy takes a breath, Opie just says, yeah, right. Right. right yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Does it sound like he has any type of control over his own show? Even to the point where he asks if he can stop the guy and gets shut down. Can I stop you for a second? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's that, amazing. That I like. The guy has no respect for him. Yeah. He's like, I'll go on your show. I just want to plug my book and don't talk to me. I don't want to hear about your childhood anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. And then yeah. Opie is trying to lead him in a direction and doesn't even understand the names of the boxers that he fought. Because you're because of your frustrations of uh, losing to Leon Spinks and, and possibly Michael Larry. Spinks, say, say uh, Leon, I'm sorry, God. Why, Leon, why do Leon's I keep a, saying Leon? Leon's a good friend of mine. He's a great yeah, guy. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why I keep saying uh, that. That led to down, you. Down goes Opie. Down <laughs> goes Opie. <laughs> <You want>, <laughs> sorry, Michael Spinks. I don't know. So even Jerry's making fun of this guy. He's like, Opie, you can't even interview me. Yeah. We were not remember even talking fought, about the people. Remember when you fought Mark Tyson and Mike Hagler? <laughs> Oh, and then this is another example of Chris Algieri is an up-and-coming boxer, and they're all from Huntington, Long Island. That's that's the connection here. Who gives a shit? These people from Long Island, they're so obsessed with where they're from. I, yeah. just, I just don't care. Ain't that the truth. And the guy talks about how he signed a shitty contract in his first deal because when you're a young athlete coming up yeah. and an agent comes to you, you're like, oh, yeah, sweet. I can make this money. Great. Yeah. Obi yeah. immediately turns it into him. You know, because when you first start out, I had no money. I didn't have a lawyer. You know, just let's sign a paperwork. It looks, uh, yeah. Why are these guys going to try and fuck me? Right. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's boxing. I, I lucked out when my radio career first started and we were blowing up uh, through Boston and then moved to New York. There was a guy that wanted to represent us and he represented Bozo the Clown. And he invited me and Anthony to the mall in Boston. I'll never forget this. 
and he had a, a huge black guy. You know, it, it, it's important Bouncer? to the basically that uh, I, I should just say a huge person, let's say, but a black guy, which I guess was more intimidating. I don't know. And and he had contracts <laughs> for us to sign. Basically, he was trying to strong us, strong, strong arm us to sign these contracts in a mall outside of Boston because he knew that uh, this rocket ship, which w- turned out to be the Opie and Anthony show, was oh, going to be massive. Mm-hmm. You fucking. No asshole. one asked you, Opie. Nobody asked you about that. He has to go into the fact that he was famous again. It's like, yes, we know. Yeah, we yeah. know you used to be famous. <laughs> oh boy. All right, I have a few more clips here to play. We'll, we'll get through this. Obi gets caught in a lie. He's talking to Jerry, and he mentions that he's friendly with Jerry's son. You know, I ran into your son the other day, and we're now like becoming pals. Which son? I, 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 Christopher. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which son? Oh fuck! I gotta know the guy's name. This guy that I'm becoming pals with, I gotta know what his name is now. Oh, well, I'm not God. gonna be able to fucking answer that trick question. <laughs> Who could possibly know that? Uh, I love. Oh. I love when he gets caught in the lie. They're talking a lot about self-improvement and discovering how to be a better you. And that's mm-hmm. what this book is all about. And Opie, again, making it about him, talks about his own journey to self-improvement. Well, it's tough to take a look at yourself and try to like uh, do some self-improvement. I, I've been going through that the last few years. And sometimes you're like, ah. You know what? When I got through it and looked at myself, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. Right. I made it. Yeah, you did. I made it the, the hard way. I'm sorry, there's no fucking way. Opie looks in the mirror and goes, you know what? Maybe I could use a little improvement in my life. Maybe I could find a deeper meaning or a deeper purpose. I can start sharpening my talents. No the fucking way. The funniest part way. about that, Crow, he says, you know, we all look in the mirror and we want to get better. And sometimes you're just like, nah. <laughs> he literally says mm. he's not motivated to be better. I <laughs> dude says that. The idea that he would look in the mirror and see someone less than perfect, I think, is <laughs> I know, that's a good point. He is What fucking... could he possibly improve upon? He is Superman. When he looks in the mirror, he sees a flowing cape and fucking hears the do-do-do-do music in the fucking background. This is the Holyfield story that Opie has because, again, he has to try to relate to everything they're talking about. Yeah, great. I, uh, I hung out with Holyfield once. I said, hey, could you pass the salt? And he did. Wow. <laughs> no, that's a true story. Of course that's a true story. Jesus fucking Christ. It's uninteresting in every way. You know what? I met Holyfield once, and I gave him a hug, and I bit his fucking ear. (laughs) Now, that's not true, but it's a way better story than this fucking story. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That's a true story. And the guy goes, yeah, that sounds like it's probably a true story. And then he goes on to explain how that happened. No, great. I know. I'm like, Opie, that was not a good story. Why are you going back into it? You shouldn't have brought it up in the first place. Boy. So his whole point of being on this podcast is to sell his new book. And Opie says, I hope we sold some copies of your book, Jerry. Hope- nope. <laughs> there is no way he sold a single copy of that book. After this terrible interview that nobody's listened to except for me, there's mm. no way someone's going, oh, the way Opie talks to this guy, he sounds like a compelling personality. Yeah. I need to know more about this. Doug, did you listen to the Louis J. Gomez episode at all? Yeah. Did you remember when he's talking to Louis? For some reason, Lewis feels the need to give Opie credit for everything that he has going on in life. It's very early on in the interview. He says, really, without O&A, I don't think that I'd have a podcast. I don't think there'd be these fans out there. It's very gracious of Lewis to say that, considering the fact that he was kind of blackballed by this guy. And complimenting Opie is the worst thing you can do. 
It never goes well. You would think he'd be gracious and say, oh, dude, you, you created this stuff. I, I, I had nothing to do with it. Are you kidding me? Instead, Opie goes the exact opposite direction. It's an insane. And I, and I talked to Opie about this, too. I mean, without, you know, what you guys did. Literally, I mean, just literally without Opie and Anthony and, and the show that you guys had, we wouldn't have done an event like this. Our right. podcast wouldn't exist. The right. lineage is there. I hear you know? that. I hear that so much. Oh, I, yeah. uh, Christ. Joe Rogan gives us credit. You about fucking Matt Farrow from Smoking Tired just gave us credit. <laughs> Fuck you. His answer to that was... Dude, I actually didn't just help you out. I helped out yeah. Joe Rogan, the biggest podcaster in the world. Every show exists because of Opie and Anthony. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Glad I could pave the way for you. When people compliment me, I always respond with, oh, I hear that so much. <laughs> people oh. don't shut up about how great I am. I yeah. know. I oh, know I, that. If I had a nickel for every one of you plebs that told me how fucking great I am. Oh, this is the guy who knows he needs to work on himself, but then looks in the mirror and goes, nah. <laughs> Not today. Oh, God. There's Fuck no you. humility there. No. That's an insane way to respond to that. It's like, you know that you know that phrase, he walks around like his shit don't stink? Yes. Like, he walks around like the sound of him urinating is interesting. <laughs> he literally does that. He literally does that. He literally <laughs> thinks that. All right, last clip that I have. This is just called Opie Sucks at Jokes. So, uh, did you pay the medical bills? For uh, for uh, the people that uh, had to do the Robert Kelly oh, <laughs> crowd surfing, I stumbled on that one. But I saw a video of Robert Kelly. Uh, I saw it. fucking crowd surfing. I'm like, Jesus, you're not charismatic. No, you're not making any fucking sense. You suck at talking. Opie says, "Did you pay the medical bills out of nowhere? Yeah, uh, for for what?" You know, for the people, because there was uh, there was a Robert Kelly. Yeah, the was, thing. You uh, know, the, the guy. It was the guy. And you remember the thing that happened, and then you were there, and then it, that, that was so cool, wasn't Holy it? Holy so cool. shit! Uh, All right, fuck. This is this was tough. This was a lot of opie listening that that occurred this week. Yeah, this was a long week. <laughs> it was. It was. I apologize to all of you. In other important WATP news. The Jim Florentine call is now up on the subreddit and on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Vinny finally got me that video so oh. you can see Jim Florentine pranking me. Beautiful. And yeah, he doesn't commit to the bit very long. No, but I'll tell you what, man, to get pranked by Jim Florentine it's pretty is funny. a fucking honor. That's pretty cool, man. No doubt. Hey, Vinny calls me and just goes, hey, uh, I got Jim here. He's pissed at you, man. <laughs> like, all right, put him on. <laughs> this will be fun. Um, oh, also in other news, Maddox is ending the biggest debate in the universe. No. The show is ending. Why? Well, he's got a lot of other projects going on. He's got oh. that uh, Godzilla versus Podcast Zero. Oh, that was fascinating. Yeah, he's got to put a lot more effort into that. You have to watch an entire Godzilla movie. Yeah. And then talk about it. So that's probably a lot of work. Ugh. So that's too bad. I think we're going to have Dick on soon. I'll, I'll be sure to talk to him about the demise of Maddox. I, the last uh, Dick show with Dick Masterson, he was taking a victory lap or two. Yeah. I was about gonna, defeating Maddox. I was going to say, I bet Dick is crushed. Uh, it's, it's very funny. All right. That brings us to uh, this segment. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This is going to be an interactive segment with you guys. Uh-oh. We got a suggestion that came in from, I believe it's pronounced Yu Insumi is this person's name. And he pulled a clip from a show called The Comedy Button. The Comedy Button. 
This is a show that we reviewed a couple of years ago, maybe more than two years ago. But it's a podcast that's been around a very long time. And they get to a segment where the guy asks, because this is a comedy show and these are all comedians. Yeah. He says, what's your favorite joke? And this turns into an entire SJW exercise in figuring out how to have a funny joke that doesn't offend anybody ever. Oh. So it's a little bit of a longer clip, but it is worth it. This yeah. is insane. Um, what's your favorite joke? My favorite joke? Your favorite joke. Uh, my favorite joke is it's not even a good joke. I know what my favorite joke is, and it's a horrible joke. What's that? It's a, hor- it's a horrible yeah, see, joke. Wait, when you say horrible, like offensively horrible? Yeah. Oh, you probably shouldn't tell that. No, I will. Pretend you have a different <laughs> favorite joke that won't get you in trouble. My favorite joke <laughs> is, oh, oh no. and this is bad, I'm oh, admitting it's bad. No, don't say this. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not racist. The aristocrat. No, no it's not racist or anything like that. I know. My favorite joke, this. and this is, I'm, I'm emphasizing that this is a bad offensive joke. That's, no, no, that's not going to help. It's fine. This My favorite joke is, idea. why did Helen Keller's dog run away? Oh, no. You would run away, too, if your name was... Uh, and you just make up any sound there. It's what? fake. It's not Who's real. Zone? She didn't have a dog. It didn't run away. Werewolf. It's not, re- <laughs> it's not a real joke. It's not a real thing. It's a fake premise. It's. I think it's a funny thing. I like the idea of a dog running away because it hates its name. It has nothing to do with the person owning the dog, telling the joke, or anything. No. You could remove Helen Keller there nope. and put a different dog or a different person there no, and then just can't. have the dog have a bad name. No, I, lo- I love deconstructing that joke because the idea You're of the dog it. being like, I hate my own name. You don't even understand. I'm running away joke. from home. And then somebody being like, hey. Why did that person's dog run away? <laughs> like, I, I, that's I, why I love that joke. That's that is a problematic bit. Of, of course, I, uh, that's, that's, but it's uh, funny, right? I I don't know. It's no, funny. I, it's not not real. Uh, no, again, if you deconstruct the joke, and well, it that's simply the it's the deconstruction. If you have to deconstruct the joke, I'm not a humorist, so I probably well, shouldn't be arguing. Clearly, but I think that. Not everybody can laugh at everything. That's no, true. no, and I'm not even laughing at but. that. I'm, I'm, I'm completely understanding that it is like a very offensive joke. But also, is it the, very to me, offensive? The, the core premise of a dog <laughs> hating its own name and then running away from home—that's a funny premise—is fucking hilarious. Dogs no, have had no, way no, worse names true. than that, of course. And that's not—that is an interchangeable word you can put anywhere. You know, like you—you you don't even have to make that joke offensive. To the, you can just be like, "Oh, the dog." Well, that, well, that's that's what I would ask. Like, is there just a way to take the core of what is funny and strip out the part that's horribly <laughs> offensive to those who cannot see and hear? Well, <laughs> what? How are they offended? He's not joking there. I know. He doesn't want to offend people who can't see or hear. Dude, we just did two and a half minutes on sanitizing a Helen Keller joke. Dude, this guy's going to lose his shit when I tell him my Amelia Earhart joke, man. (laughs) He's going to be out of it. Holy shit. Every woman who is the first one to fly over the ocean is going to be so pissed off about this joke. Seriously. I don't understand... This guy explains that his favorite joke's a Helen Keller joke, which there's a bunch of them. And he goes, but it's funny even if it's not a Helen Keller joke. Yeah, nope, no, that's no. not how Helen Keller jokes work yeah, at all. It's only funny when it's Helen Keller. Yeah. That's how that, that's, that's what makes that. That's kind of how that works. All yeah. right. So I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite joke is based on how this segment obviously went really well for the comedy button. It can only work out well for us. I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, please. Um, what's black on top and white on the bottom? <laughs> what's that? Rape. 
Oh God! <laughs> but no, you you could change out the colors. Right? And... It's still funny. Like if you said brown and yellow, still funny. That's a good point. Um, one of my favorite jokes that Croge does this is uh, what's brown and rhymes with Snoop, Doctor Dre. There you go. I I can't compete with any of this. I. <laughs> My absolute favorite joke is one Jimmy Schubert said recently. He said, Kathy Griffin is so ugly. When she gives you a blowjob, it counts as anal. hey Still my favorite joke. That is a good one. But it's very offensive, man. It, yeah, ugly it is. Ugly women. I, you know, I wish you would uh, I wish you would put in Amelia Earhart in that joke. It would kind of open it would, up. It would have worked better. Yeah. All right. Doug, I was listening to uh, your show. Our buddy Bob from Metal and Mortgages was on. I think yep. he's, I think he's listening right now in our uh, in our Discord too, and I thought it was really funny. You asked him why he was on your show, and he just talked about WATP for ten minutes. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah, that a that, lot. I, I I was trying to figure out how he got on there. I I think he's got a relationship with Anthony or something. I don't know. I think everyone should just go on your show and just talk about WATP. Yeah, I like the precedent that he has set. I think this makes a lot of sense. Oh, it, it won't be allowed to continue. You don't have to worry about it happening. <laughs> Come on. I think it's fun. It's a good bit. I think it's a good bit. Kaya, if you're listening, this is that's a good bit. Just go on Who's Right and talk about WATP nonstop. <laughs> all right, guys. We've been through it all. Crozier looked at his watch like 15 times in the there last 10 are. minutes. I think it's time for everyone's favorite segment. The teaser. The teaser. So, Doug, can we do a little side bet here? Carl's not listening. Do you think Carl actually pulled a teaser this week or not? He's like 0 for 4 the last month. Well, he can't hear us. He had time to pull three and a half hours worth of fucking clips for this episode. He better have a fucking teaser. Okay. All right. Sorry, Carl. What were you saying? Oh, I just came back too. Hey, so this is the part of the show where we play a clip from the show that we'll be reviewing next week. Oh, what a weird concept. In order to get people excited about next week's episode. And here is said clip for next week. Fuck you, Crash. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, sorry it's been a bit. This is not uh, a game episode. This is a conversation I had with Greg from the uh, SNES podcast, the PlayStation Power podcast. <laughs> His mom worked, uh, or she was a manager of a video store in the 80s, and Greg helped her out with uh, bringing rental games to the uh, video store, which I thought was a very interesting topic. Uh, it was something that uh, I missed, an era that I really missed. Uh, we talk about uh, a little bit in the conversation that uh, my sister rented a lot of games, but I did not. Wow! I can tell you're a fan of this show. Oh my God! Dude, you know what would be really interesting to talk about? Remember when you had to rent video games from Blockbuster? Let's talk about that for a while. That'd be amazing. Crows, tell me if this is exactly how you felt when you heard that clip. The only way I can I can sum it all up is you and I running up over a hill, which was preparing for this episode and then getting <laughs> through this episode. And we're, we're with the rest of our gym class. And then we get down, and now we've just heard that clip. And you look ahead, and it's a huge mountain that you'd have no interest in climbing. Yeah. And then your, your PE teacher goes, hey, you two. You're done. You can just sit yeah. out. Yeah. Tag team. Let's go. You guys, <laughs> you, guys, you guys do this one. You guys don't want to do this with me? I got to find <laughs> other hosts? What the fuck? This is a show called the Atari 2600 Game by Game Podcast. Oh, my fucking God. It's Are a suggestion from Ayatollah X, and the episode we'll be listening to is episode 216, Video Store Golden Age with Greg. 
You couldn't rent 2,600 games from a video store. That didn't exist. It didn't exist. That's why this guy doesn't know anything about it. These guys are fucking wrong. <laughs> On the internet, this is bullshit. This is crazy. The fuck? So the premise is good. I imagine the show will be pretty decent. That sounds amazing. I, I can't have, wait. I'm optimistic about yeah. it. I don't know why you think it's going to be so bad. I'm optimistic. Oh, boy. Hey, you remember when you used to rent a video game and then you'd get it home and it sucked, but you were stuck with it all weekend? Yeah. That's that, the show. Yeah. That's Let's the talk show. about that for an hour, Doug. You yeah. want to? Yeah, it's great. Man, I really thought E.T. was going to be a fun game. Turned out yeah. it wasn't fun at all. Yeah. The knows? movie was good. Yeah. Video game sucked. I feel like I'm bored for this. Yeah. I'm a natural. Doug, I want to talk about your show, Who's Right. Are you are you done playing the official podcast's voicemails? No, we still got a, quite a bit to get through. Uh, <laughs> yeah, awesome. this, this is, uh, I'm, I'm going to ride on these fucking coattails as long as I can. I'd be stupid not to. I love it. Where can people find your show? What would you like them to do besides purchase merchandise and subscribe to your Patreon? Who's right podcast.com there. You can find links to our merchandise and our Patreon. Doug and Anthony are blowing up over mm -hmm. at who's right. Croge. Thank you so much for putting in so much work this week. Oh, what would you, you like to promote? Yeah. You know, last time I was on, you didn't ask me if there was anything I was going to plug. And I, Oh, I'm sorry. A little piece of me died inside. <laughs> My bad. Do yeah. you want to, do you want to talk about it now? Do you have a couple things? things? I'll give you, you know, I'll give you the floor. You know, I'm kind of insulted that you think I only come on here to plug stuff, Carl. But uh, I'll be on the subreddit later. My uh, my name is listening to Opie Piss, and uh, come come chat it out with me. Uh, he's lying, by the way. His name is Horny Jew six six six. Busted. <laughs> so please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Fuck you. <sighs> mm. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. That's gross. All of it's bad. None of it's good. Epic fail. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. By the way, I should mention, speaking of selling t-shirts, that our episode 88 promotion is still happening. If you buy merchandise from Who Are These Podcasts, send me a picture of the merchandise. We'll send you episode 88, the forbidden episode, the one that is no longer available on the internet. Guys, I want to get over to our voicemails right now. Oh, boy. And I'm excited about these because we put out a great show last week, so I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people praising us. Yeah. And excited to tell us what a great job we did. I can't wait to hear these positive vibes. All right, let's get into it. Yeah, next time you do a live episode, make sure people are on the microphone because I, I want to hear Kevin, Carl. All right. Yeah, I got an audio issue. Yeah? Are you, is it not coming through at all for you? I was only getting it in the left. Unlike everything else that's been going on. Weird. All right. Well, that wasn't that important anyway. 
Uh, here's someone who is telling us that we're officially the official podcast now. Hey, Carl. Listening here. Just listening to your most recent episode. And um, I guess I just want to pay respects. You know, I want to hit that big old S on who are these podcasts because you have now officially become the official podcast. Congratulations, buddy. You did it. You are now hosting a hang podcast. And you are taking phone calls from no one cares comedian. Oh, that's a shame. I know that wasn't easy to hear. Yeah, was there a point to that? There was not much of a point, except for I think they were just making fun of the official podcast. Oh, okay. Cool. For being a shitty hang podcast that talks to nobody cares comedians. Cool. I believe that was the point of that. All right. I'm glad you're paying attention. We're all on the same page. Uh, if anyone is following this... Uh, purple and green storyline you know yeah. purple was calling in and he got docs and then green called in. yeah i was on the edge of my seat last week <laughs> well it continues hey it's purple again i just wanted to call and uh, rectify something for green you know what green it was a low blow it's a low blow man it's kind of low anyway you know next time i see you i'm gonna fuck you Oh, right. I'm going to do it. And this time you'd look me in the damn eye. Ooh, swear to God. Anyway, love y'all down there. If Kai's on, then hi. Don't do anything stupid next time. And, uh, you know, y'all have fun. Bye. You know, you've made the big time when your fans are fucking each other. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. I wonder which one's the black one and which one's the white one (laughs) in this scenario. (laughs) All right. This is a guy who wants to audition for WATP, and it might be a little bit insulting to one of our regular co-hosts here. I'll just put a trigger warning out there. If you're a regular co-host on the show, you don't want to have your feelings hurt, you might want to stop it right now. I'm taking my earbuds out. Hey, Carl, I just wanted to call in with my submission for an audition to be on the next WATP live show. Um, I'm basing my performance off of Jen from the Jingles Department. Uh, this is pretty much what she did, so figure if I can do it, then I can be on the show. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? What? What is he saying? Ah. Uh, you know, also, I could do what Kevin did when he first came on and tell everybody I hope they like me. Give me a call. All right, so this guy calls back in again after insulting half of our co-hosts. And uh, this guy is very impressive with his talents. Hey, Carl, I just called in with my audition. I just wanted to bolster my resume a little bit. You seem to be enthralled with getting people like uh, Chrissy Mayer and Dave Landau on the show. You know, big-name hitters. So I wanted to tell you some of the stuff that I've done in the past. You know, show you that I'm a big hitter, too. Uh, I've done five YouTube videos, each of which have over 300 views and oh, five shit. likes. Uh, I think there might be a subscription in there, too. I've also done two podcasts. Uh, the, I don't know the download numbers for those, but I'm guessing it's over dozens of downloads. It's like Seamus um, McKillian territory. That's it. But I, I think that's all you really need. I mean, with these types of credentials, you'll be calling me for weeks, man. So, you know, call me. Yeah, this guy will be uh, dumping you, too. Uh, this is... Someone who wants to explain, I used an incorrect word last week. Really? 
hey, Carl, I know you love to make fun of people for fucking up words all the time, but <laughs> irregardless isn't the right fucking word, you idiot. You should have just used regardless instead. Kill no yourself. No kidding. I, I knew that, which is why I said it the way that I said it. Yeah. I was well aware that irregardless is not a word. Oh, my goodness. Didn't you even didn't you put extra emphasis get... on it when you uh, said it? Yeah, he sure did. Thank you, Doc. These fucking guys. Now, I understand that I invite this type of criticism in. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I nitpick some serious bullshit sometimes. So, yeah. I could tell I could tell when I listened to it that you didn't mean it genuality. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Doug, he woke up. All right. This is one guy called in. Four different times. Oh, boy. In the span of over a week at all different times of day and night and left the exact same voicemail every time. It's just this. Band practice. <laughs> I think what? he said band practice. Here's the second one. Band practice. <laughs> Here's the third one. Band practice. <laughs> This is like a, it's like a Dr. Remulak thing. He's got to call a certain number that of times. That must be it. Yeah, he can't sleep at night. I was looking at the guy's phone number. Like, is this Boomer guy? <laughs> it's no it's no one I know. <laughs> Calling it and yelling band practice. And I have to admit, it's a great bit. <laughs> it's like a great it. bit. I can dig it. I don't know. I just have one more voicemail that I want to play. Um, <coughs> I don't know if you guys know this, but. We tried a different format on the show last week. I heard about that. How'd it go? Well, most people loved it yeah. and were praising us for our <laughs> willingness to try new things and experiment. Most people said, you know, you had this tried and true formula. It's really surprising you would try this, but good for you. Yeah. Was mostly what I got. Few people, few. A couple stragglers. Thought it wasn't our best episode. <laughs> <laughs> And I think this is one of those people. Um, hello, this is Steve from Yellowstone calling. You know, I really want to compliment you on your uh, your last uh, your podcast. You know, I thought it was really great. I like the new format. You know, I thought Kevin brought a lot to the table. You know, and same thing with Jen. She said way more than I thought she would say. You know, and Ramon, bring me back the original format. Ramon, this podcast is only worth listening to when they make fun of Opie. Ramon, bring me a co-host who knows how to use a fucking microphone. All right, kisses, you faggot. Kill yourself. Mm-hmm. 